what's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mega Strange. That's right, your Saturday tradition. We are your hosts with the most to boast. I am Derek Acosta here with my good friend and pal and cohort encrypted hunting buddy, Johnny. What's happening? Johnny the Catman. How you doing? Rawr. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, you know, ate some food, drank some coffee. Yeah. I'm ready to go weird. This week we have an interview, which it's been a while since we've had an interview. Yeah. But we actually sat down with our friends, Kevin and Grant from the podcast Thought Cops. In fact, we made an appearance on the Thought Cops podcast. We talked to those guys for two hours about all yes. kinds of crazy stuff happening on the internet. And then we invited them onto our show. Get even about, weirder. Yeah, let's get even weirder. Let's talk about strange and paranormal stuff that happened in their neck of the woods, Chicago. This conversation goes all over the place. We talk about how Chicago burned down. Uh, that's why they call it the second city. Oh, was that, I know that. Was burning down Chicago racist? We talk about that in the conversation. We revisit all of the haunted video games yes, uh, from my past favorite. generations past three generations of haunted video games and why do kids always want their video games to be haunted? Um, and then Grant tells us one of the most heart wrenching stories we've ever had on this show. You're really going to be inspired and uh, maybe, First of all, uh, maybe uh, shed a few tears. He legitimately paints a beautiful picture yeah. about the dark and haunted history of Chicago, especially the river that runs through Chicago yeah. the river that they had to reverse and turn the other way because the curse. they filled it with so much blood and, and dead carcasses and death. that it was going to poison the city. Uh, but that's not even the worst thing that happened on that river because he tells us about the worst thing that happened on that river. It's an incredible story and it got a shriek out of me <laughs> at the end. We hope you enjoy it. This is our conversation with the Thought Cops. Yo, everybody, welcome to today's interview. Today, we have a special treat. We are here with Kevin and Grant, two thought cops coming here from a place they call Neo Chicago. Welcome, fellas, to the show. That is right. We're coming to you live from Neo Chicago. We are the thought cops, Kevin and Grant. Wee, wee. <laughs> How's it going, yeah, guys? Hello. Uh, we're, we're doing good. For people who don't know, Thought Cops is a, uh, well, a comedy-based podcast where you police the internet for all outrageous news. Yeah, somebody's comedy got to. based yeah. yeah. We attempt comedy, Based yes. in comedy. Yeah, or I mean, <laughs> would you call it like a news program then? Uh, no, so? that's too serious. That's... Well, Grant, no, what, what's that term you use? Entermation? Oh, yeah. It's, it's like not, edutainment, it's not, but... It's not... Fuck. It's edutainment. not entertainment. It's entermation. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, I can't believe I've coined you, that. Uh, well, you're here today because we're going to be talking about some strange experiences firsthand. Uh, yes. Yes. You guys have had. But how long have you been doing um, your Thought Cops podcast for? Uh, over five years. Actually, we just hit the five year mark this month. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How many uh, episodes have you guys put out in five years? Like two the one that we just recorded is 249 yeah which again is the perfect wow. companion piece as uh you two were both on our <laughs> show right before this right uh yeah yes, we're yeah coming right. up right on 250 yeah we just did like two hours over on your show <laughs> uh yeah so we're, we're doing people, the gauntlet tonight i know at the end of this episode if they don't have their fill of our conversation they can go over to the thought cops episode and get everything we talked about that was a fun conversation yeah i'm drinking my first cup of coffee of the day at 7 p.m so you know we're about to get weird tonight I oh yeah know. yeah be bouncing up all, all night i'm ready us, uh what are some of the like notable episodes that you guys have done on thought cops do you have any uh like, well proud moments we have had on uh garrett hunter brian abu chakra sean chatfield if those names sound familiar to anyone listening i wonder oh, uh, you two fellas pretty much everybody of note uh from mega 64 i don't think you're missing anybody yeah. off the top of my head now that i think about <laughs> <it>. uh, <laughs> right yeah yeah there you know there may or may not be someone we haven't gotten to yet yeah usually what i tell people to do if they'd like want to check out an episode is like just sort of scroll through our guest list and find someone who you've seen before or who you're familiar with. Yeah. We've had Ken Bone has been on the show. Everybody's favorite oh, wow. celebrity twice. <laughs> We've had him on twice. Yeah. 
um, Justin, you know, Wang. Justin Wang a number of times. Just like, I feel like the more we can interact with like, you know, small to media, media, medium, is that the word medium? Media, this media. They're beer you know, number three. Yes. Johnny's over here on coffee. I'm on beer number three. Like <laughs> good size, small uh, creators and stuff like that. The more that we can sort of interact with people like that. Yes, yeah, small like creators like Ken Bone. Yeah, or yeah. Cybershell. We just <laughs> yeah, had yeah. Cybershell on. Great episode. Is there uh-huh. any, are there any guests that people are like foaming at the mouth for you to get on? For us, it's like... People like ONG or like Psychic Pebbles, well, people that I've never met this in my is life. A tough question to answer because we will ask. Yeah, our I mean, fan base, hi everybody watching. Who do you want to see on our show? And they'll be like, Oh, get Dan Aykroyd. They'll be like, I don't have Dan. Aykroyd. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking know him. Like, where, where you yeah, wait, right. wait, Derek, how come you guys have had Adam uh, Adam Sandler on the show yet? When are you getting Chris Farley on the show? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a better chance of getting Chris Farley than Dan Aykroyd. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have a fucking Ouija board. We'll conjure them up. Yeah, I can have a an access That's to Chris fair. Farley. What about That's you guys, fair. though? Any? What's your number one? Um, Honestly, uh, our I hate one. to say it, our white whale was getting Ken Bone on the show. Oh, uh, okay. Anything beyond that is like. Extra credit on the test. We've like, re- we've reached the zenith of what the show yeah. is at this point. <laughs> we're just, we're just coasting. Well, yeah, um, I can't think of any. Get um, you know the rock. Kevin Hart. I mean, we, we would love to. I mean, that would be. I, I would be. I would welcome him with arms wide open. Yeah. But yeah, I would say like if you guys are curious, if you want to know about internet culture, weird shit, flavor of the week stuff, check out our show. Uh, like Grant said, just scroll through the list. I can almost guarantee you'll see at least a few people you know, even outside of Mega Sixty Four. Or just start with whatever the most recent one is, because you'd be like, oh yeah, what was that one thing on Twitter that I saw this week? I want to hear some guys complain vaguely. Someone recently just started re-listening to old episodes and was like, I forgot that Trash Pigeon was a thing until I heard the 2007 episode where you guys were saying the the emoji Trash Pigeon. 2007? 2017. <laughs> but I, I, this is going to be a great can you, can you imagine Something if we were going that long? 2017, Trash Pigeon. It was the GIF. It did this. And people are like, oh, it's racist. And it's like, who it, remembers Trash Pigeon? That's a weird yeah. thing. Is like I, I worry sometimes that the show is not evergreen because it's so topical to things that people forget about immediately. Right. But then people are like saying they go back and listen to the old ones. And they're like, oh, this is actually a weirdly nostalgic time capsule that, like, it, it encapsulates this very specific, right. like, flavor of, like, yeah. culture and the zeitgeist. Because on and the internet, I guess, time operates differently. A week on the internet yeah. is, like, 10 years in real time. People forget stuff quickly on the internet. Yeah, I want to say, like, oh, yeah. when, before before we started doing Mega Strange and we did Mega 60 Quarantine, I feel like that's got to be a time capsule now. We should go back oh, to episode yeah, one and see. <laughs> yeah, I, that, see that feels that like forever like. ago. Yeah, people <laughs> forgot we even did make yeah. 64 and scene. Exactly. Oh. So today we're here to talk about strangeness. And you were saying before the episode started that you were actually very excited for today's episode. Uh, why is that? Well, so Kevin had told me like, oh, they're going to be asking you guys about like any sort of like paranormal experiences or like weird stories or anything like that. And it's like I... I sort of ran through my mind and you sort of remember certain things that sort of happened throughout your lifetime and stuff like that and it was just like I got it I got the perfect story yeah Grant messaged me with a sense of excitement that I I can rarely ever pull out of him naturally <laughs> yeah so I, and I don't know what this is so I'm shocked to find out myself I'm excited to hear what what happened to make Grant the way he is you well, know we could find out tonight you know yeah all His right. origin well, story. I'm excited too. Uh, so this is going to be story time with the thought cops, paranormal experiences with the thought cops. I'm very excited. Okay, Me too. so uh, hit us with it. What is your yeah. first story? Just out the gate, blank slate. It could be anything. <laughs> I'm wondering what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, Grant. If you wanted to go first, or I could, I could. Yeah, why don't you go first and sort of? Yeah, like we can build set, up yeah. the tension. The yeah, moves. we'll build up some, set some tension. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. Yeah. First off, sure. first of all, um, you're from Chicago. Is that where that you guys right. have always been? Is that where you, you were raised? Like uh, suburbs, but more. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we were yeah. both from the suburbs, and then we both lived in in Chicago proper for quite some time. Right. Okay. 
And so growing up, um, are there any like local legends or just general weirdness from your area that that you had always heard about um, being being in that area? Yeah. In fact, that's that's what my story is about. Yeah, this would be a great segue into the. Honestly, yeah. If you want me to go first. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Local legends. Like, what was it like? What were you guys always hearing about um, in your neck of the woods? Well, I know I will say like really quick, like in my hometown, and this wasn't going to be the main thing I was going to mention, but there was the uh, the insane asylum that Mary Todd Lincoln was kept in. Oh yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, my hometown of uh, Batavia, Illinois. That's where they have the the Betty Ford. I think so. Yeah, yeah, but it was one of those things. We go on a little walking field trip, and there is the house they kept crazy or Abe's crazy ex wife in, or whatever. Oh, and that was like I, I that was that, like um, our claim to fame, I guess. Mary Todd Lincoln was ever sent to an insane asylum. Was that before or after she married Abe Lincoln? After, after, yeah. Okay, because you apparently never know she when was when it's the 1800s. Yeah. You never know. Women could be sent to an insane yeah. asylum like that, and then yeah. taken out and married off to some president. You never know. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that it was not due. You know, she, I. The obvious answer is like maybe she saw a play and something traumatic happened at the play. That's well, what I, I was going like, to say. And, yeah, yeah, no, it was before then, I believe. It was like okay. because like all of war. all but one of their sons died, you know, so oh, they yeah. had some tumultuous times to say the least. Oh, yeah, okay. So she could have felt cursed. Um, yeah, so you know, like that was like ex- Was it an abandoned uh, insane asylum or like a historic one. It's historic. They they have they have the original building up. It's like a landmark. You can walk by. You can see it. Um, I I don't know if her ghost is haunting the place or not, but it, it's an interesting little piece of information. That was like the very very local uh, piece that I could think of. But Grant, you were I'm just no. I mean, I have like a whole a whole unraveling to sort of. Do. I mean, like Chicago in general is maybe one of the hauntest cities you know that there is yeah as far as any of us know you know who's yeah to say? i mean there's a lot of interesting history from chicago that i have just come across um just randomly doing research like um didn't don't think didn't the whole city burn down at one point that is yeah. that is yeah. correct yeah allegedly due to some uh cow or whatever i don't know if that's just the story they told us in school that a cow kicked over a lamp and the whole city caught a flame if i'm correct it was because um it that might have been some anti-immigrant sentiment because it was an irish woman mrs o'leary's cow i don't know if that's true or not there's a lot of legends and you sort of like there's some validity there's some not but like you don't really know. It rides a line you know? between haunted and xenophobia, basically. Right. Yeah. Funny. Most I thought you were going to say, do. like, the cow was anti-immigrant. Yeah. And I was like, I'm taking this whole <laughs> fucking town down. <laughs> yeah. Kaboom. And and he did. It's, I mean, it, it can happen, you know? It's sad to say. Yeah. All right. So Chicago's haunted. Very haunted. Right. Um, that's, that's the scene. The we scene got to visit stuff. Chicago as well, which I, I was, like, so excited about. I'd never been... And I, dude, the vibes there were like immaculate. I, I love just how strange it felt to be there. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it just felt like every corner, it felt like a, a new city. Like I, I entered a new area and it would just feel so drastically different from the area I was just in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know like the, th- the neighborhoods are very different. Like I know, um, like distinct. Derek got to see a, like a bit of Wicker Park. And then I think that the live show you guys did. Where the hell was that, Grant? What? Uh, that's sort of between neighborhoods, almost. That's like a weird, like industrial area. Yeah. But do you do you remember where you guys were staying, though? Oh God, it's all kind of a blur for us. Yeah, because yeah, I know it's like, like I, I have no idea when it comes to like hotels because we were in so many different hotels at so many different times. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Rem- I really don't remember. All I remember is eating pizza and. Uh, that's about it. And touching the bean. Yeah, I, I remember. Oh, like, yeah, uh, we touched I, that fucking bean. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Garrett texted me about like good food in Chicago, and I told him uh, Pequod's Pizza, which I, if I remember, Johnny, actually, that's a great segue, because I, if I remember correctly on Twitter, uh, you did not <laughs> like, you did not like the, <laughs> that's pretty the, fucked, man. the, the pizza that that's we personally goofed. recommended. Yeah. 
I wanted to get into a little bit of like, I don't know what this was, but I was having a bad day and I kind of wanted to just rile some feathers up and say that I didn't like We're it. Riled. It was fine. Uh, but I didn't expect the like full on death threats I would get for disliking it. But <laughs> I will well, it's, say it's, that might be a little oh. too far. I'll admit that. I mean, I was not one who administered anything like yeah, that. Death threats might be a little too far. But pizza's P- touchy here. I mean, what can I say? Quads is also like a little bit different. That's usually why we send people there is because it's not your usual deep dish. It's maybe almost yeah. like a mix between Chicago and Detroit because you got like the caramelized crust and it's like a little bit. Ooh. It's not the exact like soup of to- like the tomato soup bowl that people mm. say that it is it's it's different than yeah. some of the other shit i i will say i had to question what i had known about pizza when i tried detroit pizza like my whole life i was like yo new york nothing beats a new york slice you fold it you eat it on the street your hands are dirty but then when i tried detroit pizza i was like oh wow um i'm a big fan I, I like yeah detroit more? pizza's good as hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyway, pizza talk, pizza thoughts. Uh, yeah, pizza. Haunted pizza. Is there a ghost story somewhere in, in this conversation? I don't know. Yeah. I think we're just hungry. We've been recording so long. Yeah. I yeah, know. that's true. God, it's making me hungry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Chicago is haunted and has amazing pizza. <laughs> that is correct. Those are two things you need to know. Yeah. Um, but what's your story about? What is your story about generally? Is it a ghost story? Is it a UFO? Like what happened out there? Uh, I have I have a whole uh, Kevin. Do you want to do you have like an experience and then I want to. Yeah, into, yeah, I'll, I'll go with mine first. Yeah. So this is not necessarily, you know, I, I may be, you know, born and raised in Chicagoland, but, you know, I was also born and raised uh, on the computer and uh, playing <laughs> video games. Yeah. And I just wanted to bring up, uh, I left you guys a voicemail about this on your show recently, and it's kind of a tangent into my topic for today's show, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. Let me cut you off. But you you yes. gave us the voicemail about liminal spaces. That is correct. Yes. We did a whole uh, mailbag episode about that a few weeks ago. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank in. you. That was awesome. That led to like a whole half hour mm-hmm. conversation to, of <laughs> us talking about our deepest fears and nightmares with liminal spaces. And liminal spaces is interesting because like it's one of those things where I find it both. And this is like, again, very much in theme with like our podcast. I both like it and also find it annoying because yeah. there's a part of it, liminal spaces where it's like, oh, it's like an empty water park or after hours. And right. it just like it has this like very specific sort of a contemporary feeling of hauntedness to it. Like it's like a modern kind of like. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. like there's something about the empty, the emptiness. You know what? To I it that think feels when scary. I go to a liminal space. I just have this feeling like, oh well, this is where people get murdered. You know, it's just like yeah, yeah, dark energy. Yeah, it has a weird energy like that. And like, there's a Twitter account, um, liminal space bot, I think it is, but that's like the main one where people tend to uh, pull from. And yeah, uh, yeah, liminal spaces on Twitter at liminal or at space liminal bot. And they just post a lot of pictures and like, honestly, it's like half of them are like, oh, that's actually kind of like pleasant to look at. And half of them, it's just like, did you just take a picture of like your office when everybody left? And it's like, ooh, scary. (laughs) Somebody turned off the lights. And nobody's in their seats. Oh, scary. But it's like, there is something to Pequod's pizza after dark. (laughs) This McDonald's is empty. (laughs) But it's like, it's, it's like this feeling of like when you were a kid, and maybe you had to stay late after school for maybe you were a bad kid, you were in detention, maybe you were a good kid and you're extra, you're taking extra time to study at school and you're waiting to get picked up and you're walking through the halls of your school that are normally filled with like lots of familiar faces and teachers and everything like that. And you're walking through these halls and everything is quiet and empty and it has too this, quiet. And yeah, it has a certain kind of like spookiness to it, not in the traditional sense, but it has like a a very weird sense of uneasiness to it. And I think that, like I said, again, it's a very contemporary sense of hauntedness, but it leads have me into ever, what I was. Um, do you have any like liminal spaces that you've visited or because when we did that story, I talked about how when I was a kid, I used to do theater classes with this church group. And when I wasn't in my theater scenes, me and my friend would explore the dark church at night. And it was terrifying to be in there, but we also loved it because it was so scary. So I must have gone into that 
abandoned, not, it wasn't abandoned, but empty church at night, you know, maybe like four or five times kept revisiting it. Do you have like a liminal space that you explored repeatedly? I mean, like there is an area of the city, like some, it's weird. Cause like some of the kind of more industrial parts of the city are kind of weird. Like, uh, there's a theater here. Uh, I've seen a lot of great shows that called, uh, the hideout and it's in this very, well, not so much anymore, but at least at one point, kind of a weirdly secluded industrial kind of part of the city. And I remember I used to kind of, you know, when I was killing time, I might be walking around the neighborhood in there, you know, years and years ago. And it just was interesting because, you know, so much of the city is so densely populated. And then you're walking through these parts that are very much, it's just like smokestacks and these other kind of like, you know, it's like, you're like, why is there nobody here? It's just this weird. Yeah. And sometimes you find like a, like just like a weird, you walk into like a strange alleyway and you're just like, huh, this looks like just different from everywhere else that's in mm-hmm. the city, you know? And yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Kevin, Kevin lives like maybe, I don't know, four or five miles from my old place. And sometimes uh, we'd be out at a bar until like four in the morning and I would just like walk home at four in the morning and everyone would be like, Hey, don't, <laughs> don't get killed. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, whatever. I'm, I'm like six, four. I'm well, text us when I'm you get well home, built. Uh, yeah. And I'd just be like drunk walking home. And it's just like, you, you don't even go one path. You like wander around and you're just like, what's around this corner? What's happening here? You, you must've gone so, through some similar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me, like I heard a story recently about a phenomenon. I don't know if this is true, but some people claim this is a real thing called like time skipping time skips. This sounds like it's not possible. It sounds like it's bullshit. But the theory is the story I heard was about a man who went into a store in London that had been there for a long time, a department store. And when he went to the back part of the store, it seemed like he had stepped into the 40s. Like everybody was wearing different clothes. The the merchandise had changed. You know, he felt very lost. Um, And then he came back to the front of the store and he was back in present time. And then later on, he explained it as like a phenomenon. Like, I think I went through a time skip in that store. I think I was walking around in this space and went through some sort of time portal. I don't know. Did, did he now, watch The Shining right before then? <laughs> <laughs> Is he fucking hallucinating? Hear me out. I never went through a time skip. But one time I was driving home from Los Angeles. I was with Sean and Rocco for Mega 64. This was probably like two in the morning or three in the morning. It was really late. And I swear to God, halfway between these two cities on the beach, two in the morning, there was like a circus tent with this green light, like the fucking like a laser, like a nuclear powered laser. And this green light was shooting straight up into the sky, like into the clouds out of this circus tent at like two in the morning. And me and Rocco and Sean all saw this and we all will still talk about it to this day. You remember when we saw that fucking alien circus tent in the middle of the night (laughs) that made no sense? Yeah, what the fuck was that? It's inexplicable to us. You know, I'm listening to you guys talking about walking around this neighborhood. Maybe it's a liminal space, you know, that time skip story. I don't know. Do you ever have, do you have a story of being in a, a, a place, maybe it's a liminal space or just a weird spot. And you just saw something or experienced something that seemed to break your reality a little bit. Like, you know, it happened, but you don't know what it was and you can't really explain oh, what it was. Do you have any stories as, like that? As far I have as to that, rack my brain, that's, I mean, I feel like very possibly. Yes. I can't think I would of anything. Say, off yeah. Hand. More. I've had a lot of like weird encounters with people in the city where I afterwards, I feel like that didn't happen because it was so <laughs> right. bizarre. Yeah. But that's not really haunted. They're just people. Yeah. Who it's just crazy. People. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, I, a, what's I, like a crazy person story you've had in the city? I have so many of those. Give me a good <laughs> I, I, one. I, I, I do have a good one. one. Okay. Uh, I was, uh, cause I take the train to come here to grants to record the show every week. Uh, I live in uh, the northwest part of the city in this neighborhood called Logan Square. So I yeah. hop on the train, the blue line, and I take that to Grant's apartment, basically. And How there was one day. What was that? How long is that train ride? Uh, 20 minutes. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I, I one day I was, uh, I had headphones and I was like listening to a podcast and this happens sometimes where like these guys who don't want to pay because you got to tap your card. It's like two bucks to get on the train. 
And this guy is like in my face and he's like, I really want to get in there. Like, he's like, let me just squeeze in the turnstile with you. I want to like sneak in really quick. If you just like, we'll just squeeze in there really close so I don't have to pay. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Because like, like I can barely fit in there by myself. Like if this other huh. grown man wants to like squeeze in there with me. No, it's yeah. not going to happen. Literally, we wouldn't fit. And I think and you don't want to be touching up on a stranger. Also, yes. And this guy, right. you know. The main thing I noticed about him, the main signifier, if I ever do see him again, which I would prefer not to, uh, he had uh, this face tattoo, and it was the Monster Energy logo. <laughs> you know, like the the three like green claw marks. Yeah. And he had this big thing on his cheek, and I was like, "No, I'm good." I'm like, I had my headphones in. I'm like, "I'm good. I'm good." And I think like I must have like I had I was kind of like listening to a podcast, and I think I smiled because something was funny. And I wasn't paying it any mind. And I'm waiting for the train. And it's like a long underground tunnel for the subway. And I'm just like standing there. I got my headphones. I'm waiting for the train. And then I hear like from in the distance. I'm like, hey! Hey! And I look over. And this guy's like barreling towards me screaming. And he's like, I want to fucking kill you. And I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I take my headphones. I'm like, what? And he's like, you were laughing at me. I'm like. No, I was listening. He's like, you are fucking laughing at me. You think I'm a fucking joke. You think I'm a joke. I'm going to fucking kill you. And he had this like, this, I don't know why, but he was holding this like concrete cube or this metal cube. Holy shit. And he was like, I want to bash your face in with this fucking cube. And then like, he was like right up in my face screaming. Like I could like smell Was this. it a tungsten cube? You can sell those for a lot of money nowadays. Well, I mean, maybe that's I mean, he could have probably sold it. <laughs> he he might have been me with a it, millionaire. Yeah. I mean, who knows where he, who know. knows where he is now? I wonder. You could have squeezed into that uh, turnstile with him. He could have given you a million dollar check. Damn. You fucking. All moron. I had to do was pay two bucks for this guy to get <laughs> uncomfortable with me, and I could have been a millionaire. Right. But no, he, he's like an he's evil genie. Like, he either gives you a million dollars or kills you. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And then like nobody else is like around and I'm like I'm like I'm like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I wasn't laughing at you and like it's getting like really uncomfortable at this time. And then thank God, it's like it's like just about rush hour time and another train coming this way like stops and like lets off everybody who's getting off from work. So he gets lost in the crowd and he's like screaming about how he wants to kill me and this and that. And then eventually like he just kind of gets washed away in the crowd. And then I'm like, well, my train's also here. So I sit on the train and like, I'm kind of like looking over my shoulder. Like, is this guy on the train? Is he going to follow me to Grants and kill all of us with this metal cube? I guess it was. Uh, so, I mean, like that may not be, like I said, I, I not a haunted story, uh, but it is a kind well, of scary story. You never know. You may, we, we yeah, the cube a, may have been haunted. We had a story <laughs> similar to that. We yes. actually filmed the Mega Strange episode in Seattle. Oh, and yeah. had what we called a, an attack from Frankenstein. And we got part of it on camera, but it was a guy stumbling through the building we were in, like Frankenstein, just ah, ah, like reaching out in, in a front full of him. suit. Yeah, wearing a full suit, like doing a Frankenstein walk with his hands out. So green like, skin, bolts in the neck, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. And then later on, we found him in the bathroom stall. Like, I went into the bathroom to wash my hands. I just saw hands coming from above the stall, like pulling clothes oh, off, geez. and I, I could hear him like groaning in there. So, <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. It could have been a ghost. We don't know. Could have been a ghost. Could have been a guy who just really had to take a shit. Yeah, or or, 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 or fucking suit off me. Right. I'm gonna shit so hard, I have to take all my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, who, I, yeah, who hasn't been there before? Who's right? amongst us? <laughs> yeah. But exactly. I did want to kind of, I do kind of want to tangent into um, what I was saying about like uh, growing up on the computer and like playing video games and right. stuff like oh, that right. is like, yeah. you know, liminal spaces, I think kind of taps into this. Um, what I'm seeing a lot of like uh, younger artists and stuff, like people like younger than us who basically they were raised completely on the internet, you know, completely on, you know, social media and stuff like that. And I, you know, I think that this like liminal space stuff is very popular, especially for a younger generation. And um, it tends to come about like, I'm trying to frame this in a, in a um, specific way, but there was a certain era of like early 3D gaming that feels very kind of like, spooky or haunted yes in a way where it, i would say like 
a game that seems to continuously come up in this conversation, and like maybe this sounds strange to some people, is Super Mario 64. We've, where, uh, we've talked about this extensively on the show. Really? Okay. Uh, about the whole, like, it, it is definitely a younger generation that they almost believe that the cartridge is haunted by like yeah, an AI that can like, yeah, that can like uh, understand their play style and almost like change their, the way they play. Right. And stuff. And it's like there there is this aspect where it's like I do remember like swapping weird stories with my friends when I was a kid where it's like you kind of make because like, you know, as you know, you don't really know how this stuff works. Like it, for all you know, the cartridge is this infinite space. This there infinite could world. be a ghost in the machine there. I mean, <laughs> hell, I mean, if you're going to call it a shell, let's just say there might be a ghost in there. But they, um, you know, I see a lot of this uh scary story kind of stuff come up and it almost is like interesting because back you know kids used to sit around campfires and talk about scary stories of like you know oh i saw bigfoot or you know i saw the skunk ape or whatever i, I don't know people, right yeah i don't know if people are really afraid <laughs> of the skunk ape but who's to say they're talking about like oh did you guys see the new footage from this from the, the 1995 beta build of super mario 64 <laughs> yeah we're like, oh, I, I hear he, Wario's he, yeah. in it. Yeah, Wario's <laughs> in it. And like, he has like a different voice actor and the coins look different. And it, it sounds like so silly when you frame it that way. And right. it kind of it is silly. It's like, but it was like this early era of 3D gaming where like, you know, Mario games typically very cheery and stuff. But there's something like weirdly haunting and ominous about the walls of like Peach's empty castle. I mean, I've heard similar things, not only for like 3D games, which I do think that there's something about like the polygons for a lot of those older games. Like there's just like weird qualities to specifically like I, I always think of like Majora's Mask is just like a very yeah. eerie like tonally, but also just like you look at the surrounding areas and stuff like that. And you're just like, I don't know, this this feels off, you know, this feels weird. Uh, but I remember seeing like similar things that had to do with like a, a Pokemon version that somebody found like a black cartridge or something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like all the Pokemon were dead or whatever. And it was only playing the Lavender <laughs> Town theme and like, song. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like they're the ghost <laughs> icon scary. that you can't catch or whatever the fuck. And you're just like. I don't know. It's 1998. I don't really know if this is true or not. Like, I have no if internet I to look this up on. If I had the black Pokemon cartridge and every Pokemon in the game was dead, I would shit my pants. Yeah. I would feel yeah, like yeah, I, I was a ghost. Like, did I die and go to hell? Why are all my Pokemon dead? I, I love there's, when we talk right. about this on the show because, like, we've, we've talked about this and, like, there's kind of a disconnect even just between us because it's like, you know... I vaguely remember when Mario 64 came out, but like yeah. to you, like mm -hmm. you were fully like there and, and like, oh, that's just Mario 64. Yeah. So like, you know, to this newer generation, it's like to us, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, Mario 64, that was a cool game to them. It's like a fucking you, you pull out of, out of a box and you like blow dust off of it and then you like you put it into the <laughs> right. cartridge and it might have some random name written on it. Like, yeah, like Mario 64 <laughs> was a launch title, one of two. So yeah. if, if Mario 64 is haunted, why isn't Pilot Wings 64 Yeah, haunted? I was going to say, there, right. there's no Wave Race creepypasta, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's just the popular stuff. Yeah. But uh, we did an episode, we did a full episode on haunted video games, actually, and it's not a new phenomenon. It goes no. back to the 70s or 80s. I think every generation has their at least one urban legend about a haunted video game. And in the 80s, it was this game called Poly Polybius. Polybius, yeah. And in the 90s, it was Mario 64. And people think Minecraft is haunted. Yeah. Uh, that I can see. I mean, that's like a yeah, it's haunted with losers. Let me tell you, folks. <laughs> they think that there's the uh, spirit of the dead brother of the creator of Minecraft trapped in the code, and it will visit random players on late at night. You know, on on isolated servers, and try to interact with you. You'll see the character Hero Brian standing in the distance, and as you approach Jesus. it, it'll just fade away. I mean, not to even mention like the existence of Slenderman. I mean, like Slenderman is like almost up there in the echelon of like right. I said, Bigfoot or the the freaking skunk ape even. 
and it's a <laughs> it's this legend of like and it, again it was born from like internet culture and forum culture right. and like fan games and stuff like that but it exists as like there are these you know happenings and horrific stories like surrounding it too that yeah. you know unfortunately that you know they're tragedies but they they lend themselves to the lore of that story yeah absolutely um yeah i think you're right skunk ape apparently did start on the internet i always forget that it got really popular after those pictures got published online in the year 2000 i've never heard of this before at well, all. I don't Grant, know. Like, we did a whole skunk ape episode as well. <laughs> so you could catch up on pretty much everything Fuck. we've talked about in our past catalog. Uh, skunk ape is the stinky Florida Bigfoot. That's all you got to know. Yeah, basically. Big sounds Florida. like the residents of Florida. Am I right? You're going to go down there. You're going to be like, I, I, exactly. where is he? I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing hundreds and thousands of them. <laughs> yeah. But I want to ask you guys, too, on, on the topic. skunk ape around here. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this game? Uh called it's called uh super mario 64 beta b3313 uh because no is this related to like the the wario apparition at all not necessarily but it's like it's a fan game made from the inspiration of these uh you know we'll call them scary stories or creepy pastas around super mario 64 but it's interesting. I mean, I don't know if you guys can play a video or not, but if not, I recommend everybody look up the trailer on YouTube. Uh, it's called B3313. Just look up Super Mario 64 trailer. Um, and it's it's weird because, like, they really do, like, I mean, again, like, I know how silly it kind of is, but they really do capture that magic of, like, the beta, like, the kind of, like, because uh, I think... You know, for a long time, games were 2D only, and that was like, you know, the foray into 3D gaming, and they were, there's like these weird looks into like the almost uncanny valley of them figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. this this game is interesting. It's actually something I'm almost, you know, I, I would like to try out because it uses a lot of like the artifacts and assets that were present in like the beta footage from Super Mario 64, and then makes up these like different levels where like you're running through this like endless hallway, and there's like this like peach model like floating in front of you and you're just running through like you know kind of like the the staircase oh, at nice. the end of mario 64 we should play you know? that on this show sometime i'm sure we could load that up here <laughs> oh that'd, that'd be, be sick yeah, yeah i, I yeah. would watch that we would explore it for everybody yeah i i would love to do that yeah me too and you never know maybe we'll like die at the end of it in real life <laughs> yeah. i mean if it happens yeah if it happens on you die uh, in the game you die in real life happens on video you know that's incredible real real bowser gets you <laughs> real you'll bowser. get a billion subs <laughs> My favorite cryptid, real Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go hunt real Bowser. Um, Well, I am still dying to hear Grant's story about... <laughs> Me too. That th he's been hyping up. Uh, oh, God. I'm, I'm afraid that I've hyped it up too much. Oh, no. I mean, Grant, right. what we'll could be scarier? We'll lower expectations. Yeah, what could be I'm scarier than Super Mario 64? Honestly, I do have something that I think is scarier than Super Mario 64. I put a lot of thought and effort into <sighs> my scary. presentation of this and exactly how I would tell the story, and I would be happy to indulge uh, you fellas and the folks at home uh, with, with I think, one of, the, one of the most terrifying things to happen in all of Chicago history that probably does prove that there's something beyond this material realm. Wow. You know? <laughs> Expectations like, I hate to get all philosophical. Yeah, I was about to say. But, like, there's, there's proof out there. You know, there's proof of... I, I, I don't know what. Well, I'm... You know? Let's hear it. I'm, I'm quite curious. All right, so... Yeah, me too. I want to... I want to start, I guess, you know, with... Uh, the way that all ghost stories start is with some sort of catastrophic happening. You know, the oh, catastrophe no. happens, and then a couple hundred years later or something, someone found someone finds some sort of token or something like that, and it's like, oh, you don't fuck with that. You don't read the Necronomicon. Don't <laughs> open the book and read what's inside of it. Leave it alone. That's old magic. We don't touch that. Yeah. So Everyone I want to. Yeah, it's obvious. Exactly. 
Yeah. And so I want to start the story um, telling you guys of uh, this phenomenon, this catastrophe that happened in Chicago in 1915 called the Eastland Disaster. Uh, it was a large river boat that capsized in the Chicago River. Um, and weird fact about myself is that my grandparents were supposed to be on it. So if they had been on it, I wouldn't be here telling you guys this because I wouldn't even exist. Wow. Exist. Wait, Whoa. wait. Exist. So this boat capsized in 1915? Yes. And everyone died? Not everyone, but almost oh. everyone. So oh. it was a uh, part... You wish you were dead, basically. It was that bad. <laughs> it was... Uh, there were... There was a fleet of five excursion boats that um, each boat had like 2,500 passengers on it. Um, this boat rolls over like right on the shoreline. It was all employees of like the Western Electric Company along with their friends and family, and 844 people died on the boat, oh which God. is like a third, you know. And your grandparents, did they work for the electric company? I don't think that they worked for it, but I think that like a member of the family did or like one of their family oh. friends or something like that. Like my dad would talk about it all the time. <laughs> yep, that boat. Parents like you almost would died on up. that boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would bring it up and it'd be super fucking like obnoxious. It's like, have you heard of this? And it's like, yeah, I've heard of this, you fucking old man. You every, tell me every, every fucking Christmas, time. every Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um so you know, the boat never left the dock. It capsized then and there. Twenty-five twenty-two entire families wiped out. Mm. Oh my god. You know, it, it's just part the Mooney Mooney family was not one of them, thank God. It wasn't one of them, and I'm here to tell its story. And, you know, we all know, like we were talking about before, Chicago is just, it's a very haunted city. And I, I don't think that people give it enough credit because it's like, we're known for having America's first serial killer, H.H. H. Holmes. We're known for the clown killer, John Wayne Gacy. Like, the ghosts of people that Al Capone killed roam the streets here at night. Sometimes it feels like you can see their specters just like off in the corner of your eyes, and you're like, "What's wow. that?" See, that's that's it's what people like, don't know about Chicago. It's like we have a lot of like, yeah. you know, Second City, a lot of comedy legends from from Chicago, but we also have a lot of uh, horrifying, yeah, ghosts and clowns. It's terrifying yeah. here. I was gonna say it's like Chicago invented American violence. <laughs> you could say and, that, and the American comedy. You have to balance it out somehow. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like the two masks, you know? Yeah. Thing. Tragedy and <laughs> right. comedy. Tragedy and comedy, you know? Uh, to bring it back, uh, you know, in 1871, like, the entire fucking city burned down, like we were talking about. It's just, it's as though there's this veil of otherworldly, phantasmagorical malevolence that hangs over the city and you can feel it just in the in the shadows of the eerie light pollution that irradiates from the buildings that reach into the sky's restless darkness. Like that's just this is just it hangs over everyone's head and we all we all just feel it. We know that there's something there, you know. Wow, um, beautiful. Thank then, you. So then this, this boat rolled over. <laughs> Twenty two families the are wiped out. You know, and, and the uh, they're they're cursed to roam the city forever. And the interesting thing is, like, it's like in, in a lot of in a lot of ways, water is like the symbol of life in in a sense because it's like we're all made from water, we're all created from water. But like, there's so much about like the river itself. Like at the turn of the century, we had the the Chicago Union stockyards, which were basically like the entire country's slaughterhouse. And we're talking about just like millions of animal carcasses, like just decades upon decades of death just get shoveled into the river alongside Ew. like what? the people that were I've swimming with this. the fishes wearing cinder black, cinder black boots because, you know, Al Capone was off killing them. And yeah, let me just I mean, say, I'm glad true. I have a Brita filter. <laughs> well, so that's, that's another Wait, is interesting that real? part. The, the slaughterhouse. Was there yeah, no. for that long? Just dumping uh, blood and guts into the river? Yeah, uh, so much so that, like, you might have heard of this, but um, we reversed the flow of the Chicago River 
away from Lake Michigan. Rivers usually go to lakes. We went, no, 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 we'd, we're polluting our own lakes. We'll send it down to St. Louis. So our <laughs> rivers go to St. Louis instead of to the lake. It's their because problem Because we don't want to poison our water supplies. And they did that because they were putting so many fucking animal carcasses just into the river. Haunted as shit, you know? <laughs> you can't even drink the water there. Because it'll kill you. Yeah. No. You can't drink well, the river it would water. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, I they're also dying at green the... every St. Patrick's Day too. It's right. a, you know, they're not helping basically. <laughs> and so. Yeah. Well, they used you know. to dye it red, and now they dye it green. Mm-hmm. You know, as it the is. cosmic balance, as it were. And I just want to say, like, as a result of all this death, this darkness, this evil, sometimes things just reveal themselves to us and to our side of reality. And it just makes you question, like, is there is there more? Is there something that's beyond, you know? And I just I want to take you guys to a day similar to that of the day of the Eastland disaster. Okay. Um, it's summer. It's 2004. It's warm, but it's not sweltering or unbearable as many humid Chicago summers are known to be. Just it's warm. It's peaceful. You can hear the soft white noise of the cars on Lower Wacker Drive zooming by in the distance, and everything's right in the world. And. An excursion boat, much like that of the SS Eastland, is going down the Chicago River, just mere kilometers away from the disaster that occurred nearly a century before. Uh, The sun's high in the sky, and a man uses his hand to block the bright rays, and all of a sudden he sees something just completely inexplicable that he can't describe with words. And as this boat is going underneath the Kedzie Street Bridge, an 800-pound deluge of human excrement from the Dave Matthews Band's tour bus crashes into the unsuspecting passengers like a tsunami. It gets in their mouths. It gets in their eyes. It gets in their souls. How do you explain that? How do you just... How do you explain this doesn't just happen. This doesn't just happen to anybody. In no world does Dave Matthews band yeah. shit 800 pounds of shit into your mouth. Wow. As you're taking a beautiful riverside boat tour of this, the this like gorgeous Chicago This is like a river. book. Wait. He's like, <laughs> you've been hyping this story up all episode. I, yeah. I'm, you like broke our fucking, you broke my You're brain. You're talking about the Dave Matthews shitstorm of 2004. Yeah. Well, they should have t-shirts. Like I got, I went to Chicago and all I got it was a mouthful of Dave Matthews shit. shit. Yeah. 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 Oh man, uh. that was. That might be the most beautiful story ever told on the show. <laughs> so Matthews. thank you for that's that. That's my ghost story. That's, <laughs> that was the only thing I can think of. Wait, that's, so what happened? The tour bus unloaded the the toilets onto the... Yeah, boat? the tour bus driver must have like hit a lever and it just splat. Scary stuff. And right onto a bunch of tourists. all the people on the boat in their mouth? Yeah. yeah. Some people literally yeah. ate Dave Matthews shit. They were looking up like, what? You know, yeah. And just imagine, like you're looking up, and like a just oh, a deluge man. of shit blocks out the sun. Oh, man, that's fucked up, dude. Oh, I, I, yeah. I would sue Dave Matthews, dude. I think he got it's sued for that, right? Shit. Yeah, not very much money, I don't think. The city also got sued. It it amounted to like a couple hundred dollars per person, it's like a parking like ticket. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the like city a very got sued for allowing money. Dave Matthews to <laughs> yeah. come. To the yeah. because literally what else? Yeah, we were kind of asking for? for it. Um, Dave Matthews was here. You let him in. You're a part of. What this. did you expect? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, I don't so, know if I can even continue after that story. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I have a theory, and this is what happens. This is what happens right. on the Mega Strange uh, hotline. People will call in with topics like the liminal space conversation we did a few episodes ago, and then we'll give our take on it. Our hot sure take. sure. 
We've explored on this show the idea in the past of just places on this planet that are cursed. Places where inexplicable things happen and a lot of times bad things. Uh, right. Like the Bermuda Triangle is one yeah. such place. And uh, they're known as vile vortices or a vile vortex. And I think Chicago might be such a place. I believe so. Be one. Um, wait a second. Does Chicago... Is that on Lake Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually think doing my like cryptozoology research, uh -huh. I think I may have found of like a Bermuda Triangle called like the Lake Michigan Triangle. And I think <laughs> uh, Chicago might be the tip one corner of the Lake Michigan Triangle. So maybe Dave Matthews was just trying to close the rift and and, and the hell uh, scape and he was trying to clog it up with his shit. And, that makes you know, maybe, sense. Yeah, he just failed. I mean, uh, it's worth uh, a shot. I mean, <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle of the Great Lakes, it exists. Holy shit. Does it touch Chicago? Oh, no, it I'm doesn't touch it Chicago. Right well, it doesn't touch Chicago. Oh, but okay. Chicago All that shit fell on those people for no fucking reason, uh, apparently. Mysteriousness. What's up? So all that shit fell on those people for no reason. It wasn't yeah, to close up any supernatural. Lake Michigan Triangle. Well, that is a hell of a story. And now that I think about it, um, when we did our Mothman story, there were recent sightings of multiple Mothmen at the Chicago O'Hare Airport. Oh, yeah. And that airport has more UFO sightings than any other airport in America. Oh, I did not uh, know that. That's interesting. Yeah. And we actually played a recording of apparently some American Airlines employees who on the recording are saying that they see a UFO hovering over the terminal there in Chicago. So there's a lot of crazy shit happening there. Have you guys uh, talked at all about the uh, Denver airport? Because that's another weird sort of haunted, like there's a lot of weird fucky shit going not, on at but the Denver I have airport. heard about the Denver airport. Have you ever heard no, of this? No, not Apparently the Denver airport is built on an Indian burial ground, oh. legitimately. <sighs> And it has like 25 miles of underground tunnels that nobody knows what they built those for. Huh. And essentially the airport is huge and is the size of a city and has like extensive underground bunkers that has no explanation. And people actually say like they might have like hidden UFOs underneath the Denver airport. So... Yeah, and there's like a bunch of weird other shit, like weird paintings of like weird satanic imagery. And I hate to say, yeah, like, oh, I have heard that. Always like, like yeah. shit all over it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I want to go there sometime. Yeah, me too. Good time. Get an um, omelet. There's, there's also that too. They got great omelets in Denver. Um, <laughs> there's also a uh, like when you arrive into the airport, there's a big statue of a giant blue horse. Um, that was Is like that babe, the blue. Oh no, that'd be the blue ox. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't know what its name is, but you can't miss it because if you're driving to the airport, it's just big and it's right there. Everybody knows about the horse and it like, it fell over and killed the guy that was building it. And so his son, like, I guess completed the project and then gave, gave the horse to like, glowing red eyes and it looks evil and haunted as shit and it is evil that's and haunted. just petty is it yeah. that's just petty yeah well that's definitely an upcoming episode of mega strange yeah 100 we'll explore that extensively um i think that that is about does it yeah for, i don't i can't interview i can't go i, I, I don't know if, <laughs> if we could even follow up the dave matthews devil bus um i really they're a hard act to follow yeah. shit happens yeah, I know. Shit happens. Uh, and Dave Matthews fans definitely they know. know that. Yeah. If you weren't a fan before, you're definitely not going to be one now. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, for people who want to find Thought Cops, where can they find your show? Yeah, we are on Spotify, uh, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it now. Uh, YouTube.com slash Thought Cops. We put up video versions of all the episodes. Uh, on there, um, patreon.com slash thought cops. The website's thought cops podcast gmail or no, that's the email address <laughs> thought cops podcast.com. Yes, I think just thought cops on Instagram at real thought cops on Twitter. 
uh, anywhere podcasts are found. If you search Thought Cops, you'll find it. You know, we got pretty good SEO. I'll say that. You know, we could it's, pat ourselves it's in the okay. back. Okay, it could be better, but yeah, you nice. know. And if you want to find me, I'm uh, at Kevin Potus on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Grant, um, Instagram, whatever the fuck. But uh, Twitter is just at Grant Mooney, M-O-O-N-E-Y. Nice. That's about awesome. It. Yeah. Well, uh, really appreciate you guys coming on the show today. And yeah, as we mentioned at the us. top of the show, we were on the latest episode of Thought Cops. Yes. Correct. Talking about Keep all the things that, that enrage us on the internet. So go on over Get the there whole picture. see... Yeah, our appearance on their show. You've just watched their appearance on our show. This is a big family jamboree get together. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm trying to think like you guys should be like our poo-poo story experts. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll do our homework. Yeah, I'll look up more Dave where where Dave Matthews band has been, where he's gone, where he's going. Yeah. Imagine like de- uh, you know, deadheads who follow the Grateful Dead. Just people following great or uh, Dave Matthews. They follow just the like, big shit like the the trail of the gr- shit the that green, goes across the country. The green stink lines behind the tour bus. Yeah. Follow the brown sludge trail. <laughs> I wish that we could have had our videos. We had some videos that we were gonna show and oh, react yeah. to. So um it's a shame that we couldn't get that to work. We had some tech technical difficulties before the show started but that being said we should have you guys back sometime and we should watch yeah. oh, some yeah. videos and do Absolutely. a little bit of what you do on your show on this show which is finding stories that enraged the internet and commenting on it that's actually we'll how be the there. show started oh yeah so we have a lot in common there anyways yeah. you guys are always welcome on our show oh 100 appreciate it thank, thank you, you so much for joining us today same to you yeah thank you Cool. Well, it's been fun talking to the Thought Cops. We'll see you later. Good night. Hey, everybody. We're back. Thanks again to Kevin and Grant from the Thought Cops. That was fun talking to the Thought Cops. Yeah. Um, I'm hungry now because you guys talked about pizza at the beginning of that conversation. (laughs) I still haven't. I kind of yelled at you like, talk about ghosts. Yeah. Uh, But then I was thinking about pizza for the rest of that conversation. I can talk about pizza all day, every day. I might have to start a pizza podcast. Uh, That's what I'll call it. Pizza podcast. Yeah. Well, Um, this is not a pizza podcast. (laughs) This is a podcast for monsters and paranormal things and cryptid things. And that's why this podcast is sponsored by Cryptid Crate. Oh, yeah. Go to Cryptid Crate and use the discount code Megastrange to receive 25% off your first month subscription. Cryptid Crate is awesome. And they have all kinds of merchandise about ghosts, Bigfoot, yokai, paranormal stuff. It's actually really fun. Check it out. It's cool stuff. All right. Hey, we have some videos. Oh. I have some videos, everybody. Today, it's Derek Brain. Oh, shit. I I mentioned it in that interview that I wanted to show some videos to those guys and get some Uh reactions. We couldn't do it because of some technical difficulties. Difficulties, but fuck it. You're here, Johnny. I can show you and get your reaction. And Johnny, yeah. you haven't even seen these videos. No, I have not. So let's do Derek, Derek Brain TV. Derek Brain. This first Derek video, Brain TV. <laughs> this first video is called Aliens in the Hood. Oh. Uh, this video is funny, but it's also a little scary. Let's watch it. Aliens coming down here, y'all. Look at it's coming down the same direction. <laughs> Oh, it's breaking up! Oh, it's six, it's eight, it's nine! Oh, shit! Oh, shit, look at that! Oh, look! Look at that! They stop! They stop! Look at that shit! Those are aliens! <laughs> aliens! 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 Y'all need to be shooting that! Y'all need to be shooting this shit right here! They looking at us! They're dividing! They're dividing! They're dividing them! We're getting invaded! Those are not fun. Look at that shit! Oh my god. They are sitting! Y'all need to be I would, calling damn news! I would quit this show to have this guy be the, your they co-host. They're coming down to the... Oh, they're coming to Earth! Real talk. If we could get this guy on this show... I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah, be for real. Amazing. I love the inflection when he says aliens. Just... <laughs> their dividing just, is killing me it's just so like just a statement yeah aliens they're dividing keep going keep going. oh keep shit going. hold on you're oh almost god at, we're almost at the end there coming to earth oh they're coming faster oh shit look they fly towards each other 
They flagged. Oh my God! Look, they moving in for formation. They just standing there. Officers, do something about that. <laughs> Y'all not gonna do nothing. Oh, the guy in the background. All the people in the background. Oh God, that was the best thing I've ever seen. That reminded me of one of my favorite videos of all time, bootleg fireworks. You ever see that video? No. Oh man, maybe I'll, I'll show you that after the show. That video is amazing. Uh, I knew you would like that video. The commentate, the commentary of the guy filming the video is yeah. fucking hilarious. It's such a funny video. You can, you don't even think about what the fuck are they actually filming? What are those UFOs? I need a new version of War of the Worlds with just that Starring guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> yo, yo, fuck Orson Welles. Get Mars that guy doing. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Mars shit. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I love the guy in the background. That's amazing. You need to be shooting that shit. Oh my god. That video is great. That video was um, fantastic. I like that video, but legitimately, like, speculate on what the aliens are. What is that? It started I'm, as one thing and they descend and then there's a trail behind them and it kind of does look like fireworks. Yeah. And then the trail stops. So my thinking is like, it could be a drone formation. Mm. It could be a drone formation. But when it splits from one light into multiple lights. It could be and flares. It, and it has the tail trailing behind it. It could be flares, but then they hang yeah. in place. And then it goes from five, four on the corners and one in the middle. The middle one disappears and then the top corner splits into like nine. Yeah. And then they all morph into formation, as he said, back into a triangle. It's, I mean, is, is that drones? I, to me, the most logical explanation is that's multiple drones flying in formation mm. with some sort of computer algorithm controlling it. I but, can see that. But even that legitimately, even that sounds crazy. I need to know like what city this is in because if it's in like LA or something like, oh, I could see that being like drones for a shoot. But I don't think that was LA again. I'm going to go back to the way he pronounced the word aliens. Yeah. That's not a California accent. No. He was saying like aliens. El aliens. I'm not trying to make fun of the way he's speaking. Yeah. But I just noticed that his dialect is not from California. I noticed the way he says aliens. I don't feel like people would scream it like that if that was in Southern California. I'm going to I'm going to sit here. I'm going to look in the, into, directly into the camera and say, I think that was aliens because whenever we do that, someone sends us a video. I was like, yo, it's actually blimps. So I'm going to say it. Um, that was aliens. Hey, prove us wrong. Yeah, that prove us wrong. Aliens. That was real aliens. <laughs> anyway. Okay. This next video, I'm going to give a trigger warning. Okay. It's uh, it's been going around in the news. You may have seen this. There was a mass event in Mexico where thousands of birds. Did they die? I don't know. Were they attacked? We don't know. This is going to depict this massive bird event. This might make you feel weird if you don't want to see birds uh -huh. getting injured. Uh, but this is unexplainable. Okay. Look at this. I'm I'm ready. Johnny, you're gonna like this video. Oh shit! Hold on. I'm gonna like this video. <laughs> you ready for this? What the fuck? <laughs> what the? Yeah. That's like, remember that uh, when I told you about the worm tornado? That's like the worm tornado. That is like the worm tornado. The cause of death is unknown. That was too many birds. Yeah. I think they might show it again. Look at this. Oh my God. It's like a fucking airplane dumped 5,000 birds onto the ground. But okay. So they look like fucking USA today. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, you're welcome. Shut the fuck up. All right, so... Hold on. There you go. So, that happened in Mexico. Experts don't know what happened. I was reading about it. They don't know why the birds did that. They speculate... I know why. ...that perhaps... This is the leading theory, and it sounds like bullshit. That was a flock of birds that was attacked by a different flock of birds. <laughs> predatory birds. And that was a maneuver that the flock did to get away. I don't buy that. No, I don't buy that. Also, yeah, I don't have it here because it's not a video, but I did find a news report from four weeks ago of a flock of birds mysteriously dying and hitting the road in the UK. Okay. This one's from Mexico, but I have another story from the UK. Same thing happened. 
what's going on? And, and in the UK, they don't know what happened there either. And they say the same thing. Oh, uh, we think it could be evasive maneuver from predatory birds attacking them. But honestly, we don't know. I know. I know 100% what it was. Okay, what? The 5G. The 5G towers. They're taking out the birds. They're giving us COVID. Legitimately, <laughs> it, I, might, it might be like some airwaves. I would like shit. to do an episode where we break down 5G. Yeah. I'm interested in 5G. I heard a conspiracy theory the other day about 5G. Um, I'm not going to go into it because it was kind of crackpot. Yeah. But there are many conspiracy theories about 5G. You know, 4G was a myth. Oh. We didn't have 4G. We had LTE. 4G, yeah, yeah, LTE yeah. because they never truly had 4G. So then they just went straight to 5G. I don't know what the fuck any of this stuff is. I was never even aware of 2G, right? Suddenly 3G showed up and then 4G LTE and now we're on 5G. What is all this bullshit? Why no 6G? What is all this bullshit? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> why no 6G? Exactly. We're going to do an episode about this. I know that like, uh, uh, I don't know if it's radio towers or if it was cell phone towers that were affecting bees and stuff. That's like some realness. Yeah. Uh, so let's get back to the birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder if birds have a similar kind of... Thing. Do you think that was 5G? No, I, I'm mostly joking. Uh, I, I, you know what I think that was? What? Aliens. Al what the fuck? Aliens. <laughs> I think something from space teleported above that birds and whooshed them all down to the ground. <laughs> Maybe that's what that guy saw. It was just a bunch of birds on fire or something. Been, like flying. Well, that was my last video. That was um, awesome. That's all I have to show you for this week. And I think that's our episode for this week, everybody. Hey. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Mega Strange. We will have another episode next Saturday and another hotline episode every Tuesday. If you want to follow us, uh, follow us on Instagram at make a strange podcast. Yes. Follow us on YouTube. You're probably already watching this on YouTube. If you are, make sure you're subscribed. Please. Yeah. It's make been sure like unsubscribing people I've, I've been seeing on YouTube. Actually, our subscription numbers have been going through the roof. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and it. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, thank you. So everybody who has been subscribing, good on you. If you haven't done it yet, hop on. It's helping us out. Oh, yeah. Dude, Mega Strange is taking over the world. I'm stoked. I can't wait for our next episode. We'll see you then, everybody. Until then, stay strange. Good night.